Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Switch backside 542, incredibly difficult tricks, and ending things with the 1080. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. That run right there, that is guaranteed gold. Well, in 2018, we welcome her to the show. In 2022, Chloe Kim, you are the show. Okay, some woman won a gold medal there. Hooray! Uh, the Russian chick who landed the quad the other day that the world got excited about, never been done in female ice skating history. The announcer, I watched this last night for some reason. The announcer, when she landed the quad, said, they'll be talking about this in a hundred years. And I thought, nah, not sure anybody's going to be talking about a quad in women's ice skating a century from now. I just, if you're talking about her great grandkids, maybe. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it broke yesterday that this chick is probably doping. Uh, they, they think she's uh, cheating. She's on the juice like Barry Bonds. Her testicles are smaller. Her skull is big. She's a 15-year-old Russian girl. Okay, it might be a bad uh, example then, but she may have been cheating. That's how she landed the quad. Then I didn't know this. Alex told me uh, the RUS dude who's going to win the gold medal or did. Um, um, hang on a second. Or R-O-C. The <laughs> Russian... <laughs> The Russian Olympic Committee, because you can't compete as Russia, because Russia had so much doping, now you're competing as the Russian Olympic Committee. What the hell? Who's that for? Do we have a process by which you could stick your head out the door and ask Alex what clip that is? Or you know what it is, okay. The next quad attempt right here. I don't want to hear the girl. <laughs> okay, we just talked about her. Triple toe! Okay. Come on. The guy, the guy, Alex has a clip. Maybe if somehow Hanson, Michael, and Alex could be on the s- somehow. No, the it's, same it's beyond <laughs> the reach of human understanding yeah. and science. But this Jack. is the guy, and this is amazing. Here, hold on. There it is. 218 and change. It's official now. Nathan Chen is the Olympic gold medalist. He landed four or five. Five of them. Five of them. Five quads in his routine. So, nice job, chicks. Nice job, oh, chicks. Oh, wow. You take this misogynist? How the hell did we get here? Way to land your first quad, and you cheated to do it. Well, the guys are spinning out of the building. Well, I still say, I watch the skating sometimes. You could tell me it was a double or a triple or a quad <laughs> or 11 spins, and I'd say, oh, that's wild. I can't count. They're moving too fast. How do they tell? I don't know. So now, I don't know if you've watched much of the Olympic coverage. Now they have up in the corner what they're about to do. Oh, neat. And uh, and then, like, the degree of difficulty. So you know yeah. it's coming. Yeah, for well, for a while now, the announcers have been saying, okay, here she comes to the most difficult. She's, here she does a, a triple salchow into a double camel kicker, <laughs> into a, 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 a quadruple lutz. It reminds me of the yeah. SNL thing, Chris Farley, way back in the day. Skating around, and he's going to—he's on one leg. He's doing the airplane. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's the other thing. I can't tell a toe loop from a camel from a lutz from a what's-its. But I don't know. No, you did a triple camel toe. I don't. I can't even tell. <laughs> I don't think that's Unless, a. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that's a move. 
Um, bad news on inflation, like really bad news. Oh, Remember? before you get into that, stay with us, folks. If you use the yellow thumbs up emoji, you're probably a racist. Oh, boy. Stay with us for a tsunami of wokeness. Good. Uh, U.S. inflation accelerated to a 7.5% annual rate in January. Rising to a new four-decade high. Highest numbers since 1982. That ain't Yikes. good. Yeah. So we can get into more on that later. But um, if last- you were on your way to your retirement party, call somebody and cancel. Oh, jeez, that hurt. <laughs> December inflation up was 7%, and it stopped the presses. I mean, it was all anybody was talking about it for a, for a, a new cycle or two. It's like, oh, my God, this can't be real. Yeah, well, now it's 7.5% in January. Inflation has been above 5% for eight straight months. Um, the core price index, which you take out food and energy, because sometimes, particularly the price of gas, can throw off inflation. Now you take those out. And inflation was still up 6% in January, um, the highest rate in nearly 40 years. you got to go back to the early 80s, which was a horrible wow. time for inflation to match it. Um, it's, it's, I don't know, it's rough. It is what it is. You're taking a... Yeah, I'm really hoping once we unkink... Yeah, I think, you know, if we can unkink the supply chains, that'll help some. But that's not the whole story. Anybody who claims that's the whole story is just a liar. Yeah, so you're taking a seven and a half percent pay cut this year, unless you get a raise, and you probably aren't. Um, that's that's tough. That's tough to swallow. While the price of cars yeah, and everything yeah, else is. is going up, so you got yeah, it's it's uh, mm. that's what's going to be on people's minds well, when they vote. It's not going to be the January sixth commission or who got censured by who or any of that sort of stuff. Right. Yeah, it's a good point. Uh, do we have time for this? Yeah, I suppose we do. I think we no, ought to take not? a break. It's a tsunami of woke. We got a technical thing going on, so I think we'll be taking a break, and we'll get to our tsunami okay. horse and wokeness, which features Sam Harris all the time. What he said about Joe Rogan is really interesting, too. That's coming up next. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Man, we got a lot of stuff to squeeze in today. We're going to do our best, but uh, first of all, it's a it's a warning, warning. It's a tsunami of wokeness. You know what woke means? It means you're a loser. There's a tsunami of wokeness. Everything woke turns to sh. There's a tsunami of wokeness. Yes. Really enjoying the new uh, introduction, fellas. Yeah, that's really fantastic. well done. Yeah, beautiful. So let's start with ESPN. They were discussing with Professor of Journalism J. A. Adande the coverage of the Chinese Olympics, the Olympics in China, and how should they balance uh, discussing the genocide and the oppression and that sort of thing with covering the sport. And this professor of journalism at the elite Medill School of Journalism began by claiming sports fans need cognitive dissonance to enjoy modern athletics anyway with the NFL's concussion issue, which is an interesting point. But then he says, and I quote, 
And who are we to criticize China's human rights records when we have ongoing attacks by the agents of the state against unarmed citizens? And we've got assaults on the voting rights of people of color in various states around this country. So, China's genocide is equal to reasonable efforts to to return voting back to the uh, pre-pandemic rules. Who are we to criticize China's human rights records when we have ongoing uh, attacks by the agents of the state against unarmed citizens and we've got assaults on the voting rights of, of our people of color in various states in this country? Wow. Wow. Okay. Uh, thank you for that. Uh, that is crazy. That is insane. That guy teaches impressionable young people journalism. That is incredible. It's a tu- yes, it's a tsunami of wokeness. <laughs> yeah, that's that's good. Okay, I like that. You I know like what? That that's too. fine. I like that too. Yeah. May shock you to learn, folks. We don't rehearse this stuff. What? <laughs> A student at Southern Illinois University has been criminally charged and accused of faking a racist incident last month. Kalaya Clark Mabins, age 19. You know, usually I don't use the full names of people of that age because they're, they're children. Mm. They're stupid. At this point, a 19-year-old is a child. It's not like it's 1942. Uh, but this uh, <laughs> young woman was charged with three counts of disorderly conduct for telling the police that two notes were posted by someone else on her dormitory door on January 23rd saying black people don't belong and die biatch. Anytime this happens on a college campus, there's a 90 to 95% likelihood it's not a racist, it's an activist. Well, you're not on a college campus. You're thinking, that's got nothing to do with me and my life. Well, that may be, you racist. The tsunami of wokeness continues. (laughs) To your smartphone. Oh, no. NPR with a report on Wednesday on white privilege and emojis. Oh, boy. The article headlined. Just just, just, just you saying that. Just you saying that is enough. (laughs) White privilege and emojis for crying out frigging loud. The article, which was inexplicably written by three people, headlined, which skin color emoji should you use? The answer can be more complex than you think. No, I can't. Claimed that white people using the common yellow-handed thumbs up I'm a Simpsons emoji could actually suggest ignorance of white privilege. I completely hear some people who are just exhausted from having to do that every day, choosing their skin color. Many people of color have to do that every day and are confronted with race every day. But for many white people, they've been able to ignore it, whether that's subconsciously or consciously, their whole lives. Some people may choose the yellow thumbs up emoji because it feels neutral. But some academics argue opting out of the tan thumbs up emoji signals a lack of awareness about white privilege. Akin to society associating whiteness with being raceless. Well, Twitter erupted as Twitter will. Manhattan Institute senior fellow Chris Rufo, friend of the Armstrong and Getty Show, tweeted, Incredible that it took three NPR employees to write something that stupid. (laughs) Wow, who's uh, academics argue? uh, Academics are spending their time on this? Okay. That's a that's a good one. So I don't use emojis. How many how many color skin options are there for a, a thumbs up? 
Oh, there are a bunch. Hang on. There are, okay. I use them all the time because a picture jack paints so many words, doesn't mm-hmm. it, really? Words paint words, uh, too. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, okay, there we go. Emojis. Zip, zip, zip. Oh, that's right. You've got to, like, touch it to get all those things to appear. All right, let me do the uh, the fist bump. Uh, there's the yellow I'm Homer Simpson. There's, like, a uh, palish white guy, somewhat darker tan it just it goes like it's a like, like one of those uh, paint chips you get to the hardware store to decide whether you want to go to with cottage white eggshell or dover cream <laughs> right so yeah yeah just silly folks it's a tsunami of wokeness you know what woke means it means you're a loser there's a tsunami of wokeness but you know what? Oh. There's a tsunami of wokeness. Sorry, Sam Harris. Yeah, I agree with you completely. <laughs> I am noticing more and more, though, signs that more and more Americans are waking up to the ridiculousness of it. Well, I, because those... I don't know if they're waking up to the ridiculousness of it or willing to say it out loud. I think we've thought it was ridiculous for a long time. Probably both. Yeah. Probably both. I think a lot of people who are not really, quote-unquote, into this stuff, they just hear the mainstream media tell them something's racist or unfair or whatever, and they think, okay, well, NBC wouldn't lie to me, and they believe it. Then when they you know, read an article like that on NPR, and a lot of people listen to NPR or read their articles or whatever, and, and they get a minute to think about it, they think, wow, that's just a crock of crap, and, and they start to reject it. I was pleased to hear, one of the reasons I bring that up is that the new city attorney in Seattle and there is no more woke city in America than Freattle. The city's new attorney has announced that she is going to expedite prosecution decisions and focus on misdemeanors and quality of life stuff. Hmm. In Freattle. That's, that's hope, friends. Hope. And, uh, and, and part of this article, uh, is, is talking about this restaurant owner who has to walk way out of her way to get home because the, the direct route, which is like two blocks, is so crime infested, so dangerous, drunk, junkie infested, she dare not walk straight home. So Joe Rogan, who we've mentioned every day on this show for like two weeks, um, he spent a lot of time on his podcast yesterday talking about how, uh, you know, they were doing a hit on him and trying to get him, uh, you know, booted from, uh, from Spotify, and that clearly was the case, whoever they is. And I think that's kind of a fascinating thing if they just becomes the wokeivists. And so when it, when it went from it was about misinformation around COVID to a race thing, and it was all part of a package of why he's got to go, what was it at that point? I mean, originally it was a COVID, but is it, and he's not. He's not a right winger. His politics are all over the place. So, so is it just the woke crowd just wanting to make it clear? We can remove you. Watch what you say. Is it yeah, just I, that at this point? Well, yeah. And if you offend their delicate sensibilities, if you dare resist their narrative in one way, well, they'll find a way to bury the hatchet in your back, no matter what the, how hard they have to dig, how long they have to dig. So Sam Harris, he's the monotone voice that says it's a tsunami of wokeness. If you've ever listened to his podcast, that's the way he talks for usually three hours at a chunk. Uh, but he's a he's a as liberal as a liberal gets. I mean, he is a liberal, 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 liberal. But he thinks he thinks wokeism is one of the most dangerous things that's ever happened in this nation. Also, but he yesterday came to Joe Rogan's defense. He's on Joe Rogan's show all the time. Somebody decided he's one of the right wing guests that Joe Rogan has which is crazy, 
But Sam Harris yesterday said, if Joe Rogan is your version of a racist, you've reached a moral and political dead end. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. I heard various commentators on the left talking about Joe Rogan's inexcusable, uh, you know, racism and attitudes and that sort about the N word. And they just, nobody ever addresses the reality of it. All they want is to hurt and to silence. They have no interest. The last thing, excuse me, the last thing in the world they want is an honest discussion of these issues. They say, you know, we need to have an honest discussion of race or whatever. That's the last thing they want. Well, I don't think enough people uh, address this. If Joe Rogan didn't have a contract where they were on the hook for $100 million, he would have been fired already without a doubt. They would have had another scalp. No doubt which is freaking horrifying. Um, if you uh, miss an hour of the show, you can grab the podcast. You just go to armstrongandgetty.com. Got some more numbers behind the numbers on the horrible inflation information that is out today. I my For the Super Bowl this Sunday, similar to what Joe said earlier, I'm not that interested in, in the, who wins. I hope it's a good game and all that. To me, the over-under is... How many people wear masks? That's the over-under that I'm most interested in. How many people are going to wear masks? How many people get thrown out of the stadium, if any, for not wearing masks? How are they going to handle that? That, by far, is the most fascinating storyline for Sunday. Plus, we'll talk about my new hero, the American hacker who took down North Korea's internet all by himself because he was pissed off. Awesome. Love this story. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. If you're single on Valentine's Day, did you know that there are apps that people use to have sex with other people now? It's true, they call them dating apps. And they're not only the ones you heard of, like Tinder and Bumble and all that, there are so many ways to meet people who are right up your alley. These are all real apps. Uh, no jokes here. HUD is for casual hookups. Cougar for older women looking for younger men. Woo Plus for plus-sized people, also known as Kitchen Mingle. There's a Christian Mingle for Christians. J-Date for Jews. Mutual for Mormons. Salam for Muslims. Agnostics for people who don't believe in anything. Kink Life for bondage enthusiasts. Three Fun for threesomes. Million match is for, I guess, ugly millionaires? I don't know. <laughs> Farmers D if you want to date a farmer. DW for dating widows. 420 singles for stoners. There's Grazer for vegans. There's Howler for furries. And inmates if you want to date a prisoner, which is a, a really good idea. We're gonna, I think we're going to get to the point where there's an app called uh, Mike Richardson, and it's just one guy named Mike Richardson. <laughs> well, I... It was going that direction anyway, but certainly during the pandemic, if you were going to date someone, what was your other option? There was nothing, you know, the old way of uh, either you're going to meet them at a bar or a church or whatever your thing was. None of those things were open. <laughs> so I don't know. I, unless not... unless you were the only two people in a giant parking lot at an office building, for instance. Hey, what are you doing here? You're kind of cute. You know <laughs> I can't imagine doing the online dating thing, but I know it's the it's the main way people do it in the modern world. So it's just the way of the world. Uh, we've been mentioning the inflation numbers that are out, which are horrific. Uh, fastest rise in January in, since the early 80s. 
Yeah, here are some of the things that have gone up. The grocery tracker shows egg prices rose the fastest in January, up 11 cents. Orange juice increased big, the most. Big chicken getting rich again, selling expensive eggs. It's a ripoff. OJ increased the most, up 12, per, uh, 12 cents. Bacon prices uh, flat, but up $1.24 from a year ago, a pound. That's how much bacon has gone up in one year. Hmm. Um. Used car prices up 40.5% in January from a year ago. 40% January to January. A year ago, I thought I should have sold my used car while used car prices were high. No, they got they went up 40% again. That's insane. It is insane. I don't know what my... I got a couple of used vehicles. I don't know what they're worth. I, need, I should look into that, I suppose. They're just sitting around. Boy, that's stunning. I'm not sure if I've ever been aware of any price rise like that. I mean, other than, you know, some sort of terrible acute shortage. Food prices went up 7%. Sharpest rise in food prices since 1981. Restaurant prices, well, I'll eat out then. Restaurant prices rose the most since the early 80s. Also, pushed up by an 8% jump in fast food prices. Grocery prices up 7.4%. Meat and egg, as we mentioned, climbing at double-digit rates. Um, it's, it's Well, you notice it every time you go to the store. What hasn't gone up? And this is around an article for the Super Bowl and how so much of your stuff is being expensive, and there's a, a chicken wing shortage because uh, so many people are going to buy chicken wings, and there's also a supply chain and labor shortage, blah, 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 chicken wing shortage. But here's what's going to cost less. Hot dogs, chips, hmm. and veggies are actually cheaper than last year. Really? What does that say about the humble hot dog? Yeah, well, wait a minute. How can pork prices, I mean, all pork prices, skyrocket, but hot eggs, well, and beef, too. Well, because eyeballs and And lips. chicken. (laughs) Eyeballs and lips have not gone up in price. They've always been worth nothing. So every animal that is allegedly in my tube steak is much more expensive, but hot dogs are less expensive. That's what I'm insinuating. I don't think you got to be Sherlock Holmes over here. No. (laughs) Ears, tails, all that stuff is cheap. (laughs) You know, there are societies that eat eat dogs and cats. And I think it's awful. Is it? Yes. Okay. Mostly because of the way they treat them. Oh, yes. Yeah. Well, I'm not, I, you know me. I'm a, a kind man. I'm not going to mistreat any beast for any reason, but I will eat it, <laughs> which, you know, is kind of mistreating it, I suppose. Mm. I've never had cat meat. Does anybody? Uh, ah. We'll take your calls. You know, what? I know exactly who to text about that. I'm going to text her right now. Oh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. ask her, what does cat taste like? And I'll give oh, you the reply oh, when she gets I, back. I remember, I didn't remember that she'd eaten cat. I think she has. And and lest, folks, you believe this is some sort of locker room euphemism, childish idiocy. No, we're talking about literally eating felines because you're starving. Coming up, the charming... Or I can do it now while you're dialing, unless yeah. you have I te- more... I texted her, what does cat taste like? I'll see if she has a chance to... <laughs> oh, Lord. Get back to me. <laughs> oh, boy. So, love this story. Absolutely love this story. And I have no reason to believe it's not true. So there's this American hacker who is also a, a consultant in uh, computer security, cybersecurity. He's one of those guys, kind of a white hatish hacker, I guess. Calls himself P4X. Well, it wasn't long ago that North Korea's hacking outfit was 
targeting American security experts to try to flummox them and mess with them and knock them offline or whatever. And they targeted this P4X dude. And he reported it uh, to the FBI and and, and the, the proper authorities. But he found the government's response weak and unsatisfactory. So he said, all right, I'm not going to farm out my vengeance. I'm going to take care of it myself. So he takes matters into his own hands and exploiting vulnerabilities in North Korea's systems to launch denial of service attacks on the servers and routers that support its networks. And his attack supposedly helped to push all of North Korea's websites off the Internet for a period of approximately six hours last week. Wow. So this guy was annoyed, so he shut down the North Korean Internet for six hours. Wow. And according to Wired Magazine, which is, or Wired.com, what's what's a magazine, Uncle Joe? Uh, according to Wired.com, the it looks The sort of people legit. that can hack into other countries' grid are not reading, waiting for magazines to show up in their mailbox. <laughs> yeah, they probably know what magazines are in North Korea, because most people don't actually have access to the Internet. The they, elite do. It's what they eat for dinner. Well, yeah. Yeah, probably, or, or certainly use uh, in the uh, in the Johnny. So well done, P4X, whoever you are, wherever you are. That's something. I hope we're uh, better than that. I I assume we're better than North Korea. Can't imagine the skills. As you've said, if you told me to hack, I no, okay. I got a computer, I got a keyboard. I got to sit down at a computer. I'll I'll go that far. I don't have the next step, though. That's it. I don't know what the next step would be. Is it something to do with one of these, I don't know, F4 keys? I've never used those before. <laughs> Let me do Control-Alt-Delete and see what happens. I assume I would go to their website. Okay, so I'm going to hack. Who am I going to hack? Uh, <laughs> Chevrolet. So I go yes. to Chevy.com. Okay, I'm yes. on their website. I have made it that far. I've sat down at a computer. I've gone to their website. I think that's a good idea. I'm not sure on that second one. Hmm. Now that's when you press the F4 <laughs> Or Control-Alt-Delete. <laughs> Let's see. I've clicked on About Us. There's no how to hack. It's right. I know. I know. I'll do a search on how to hack this website. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> has, there, has there ever been anything like that where you just wouldn't even know the first step? Like robbing a bank. I know lots of steps. Lots of steps. Sure. Or, you know, I watched Ozark, so I know something about laundering money. Or, geez, doing a heart transplant. I know more steps for that than I know for how to hack into a website. Probably ought to slice off all those connections first on the old heart. (laughs) Yes, Dr. Joe. Is the new heart ready? No, it's not here yet. Whoa, 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 wait. Press the F4. I've never known what that does. Oh boy, eh, crazy time! <laughs> I would say, uh, if any, if you're a hacker, what's step one in hacking? Our text line <laughs> is four one five two nine five KFTC. I'm waiting for a response on what cat tastes like. As distasteful as I find that whole thing, uh, text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Well, I started out down a dirty road. Started out. Hi, I'm Beige Bell. <laughs> I just want to say 
I don't know why the village council would be afraid of litigation from a $24 million a year company while they ix out the $65 million a year company. I cannot believe you would make me audition for you. You look like clowns. I am not bluffing. I will take it all off the table. That's all. Thank you. Uh, that's Dave Chappelle, the comedian, showing up at a city council meeting there in Yellow Springs, Ohio, where he lives where he's opposing the affordable housing component of a new development that's going to go in in his neighborhood. Uh, Based on my reading, that is inaccurate and biased reporting that has been put in front of you. Okay, so what uh, what is your reading? There are two proposals, one of which has a an affordable house housing uh, component to it that the council was considering. He stood up and said, I don't like this proposal at all. He has a farm right next to the area that's going to be uh, mm-hmm. developed. And uh, and so, yes, he was opposed to the entire thing. There's also another proposal that does not have an affordable housing component to it, and he's against that one, too. He's against all of the development plans for the farmland next to him. Okay. But... All the mainstream media is reporting it the the way the headline was put in front of you. Interesting. So what do you see it just as a... The media sucks. Just sucks. Which is uh, one of the points of uh, Don't Look Up, the movie that I watched last night. The media does suck. And the customers of the media suck. We all do. Because we click on clickbait things and watch stupid... Sh- I almost dropped an S-bomb. No, Lord! That, that encourages them to do more of it, yeah. which is also the point of don't look up. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Um, here's an interesting one for you. We talked a little bit about this, but George Will has turned his eye toward it in the Washington Post today. Recently, Secretary of Transportation Pete Boot Edge Edge, they tell me. Edge Edge, they say. Gave a speech and wrote that zero is the only acceptable number of deaths and serious injuries on our roadways. We responded, uh, like I think any serious person would, certainly a serious conservative would, is that 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 the only way you can attain that goal is to crush so many things that we like. It's a stupid thing to say out loud. Only a child would say it out loud. Boot right. edge, edge. You would bring the economy to a halt. That is a, a unicorn-riding, fantasy-land, idiotic thing to say. Or just our pursuit of happiness to a halt. We all do a risk assessment every single day, and it would seem that millions and millions of people all across this country are willing to drive 10 feet away from another car at 80 miles an hour to get to work rather than... Uh, have the speed limit go down to 20. You could put the speed limit at 20. Nobody would die, but you would hate it. Well, I got one for you. Can you imagine Alexander Hamilton turning to George Washington back in the 1700s and saying, the only acceptable number of people dying riding horses is zero. <laughs> right. And Washington saying to Hamilton, how are we all going to get here? So George Will's writing, although that sounds nice, the whole zero is the only number of acceptable numbers of deaths and serious injuries, not just deaths, even just serious injuries. No, we're going to have zero. What? Uh, although that sounds nice, it's obviously not true, George Will argues in his latest Washington Post column. 
and it's irresponsible to pretend it is. The phrase zero tolerance of a virus or violence or something is favored by people who are allergic to making judgments and distinctions, i.e. thinking there must be limits to prophylactic measures against even clear and present dangers. Otherwise, public health officials will meet no resistance to the primal urge of all government agencies, the urge to maximize their missions. When Buttigieg identifies the only acceptable social outcomes, something that is unattainable, we see how government forfeits the public's trust. Americans are hitting the mute button on government that calls life's elemental realities and painful trade-offs unacceptable. I would say that is true. That's beautifully worded as usual with Will and a bunch of fancy talk, which means if they say zero is the number we're trying to achieve, they've granted themselves eternal power to do what they want to the nation's roads because we will never ever achieve that right and we also know that it's not possible so you just ignore them we hit the mute button as george will said and that's true of the virus and all kinds of different things yeah it is you know that's funny that falls so in line with some stuff i was going to bring up uh, just in terms of maneuvering whether it's uh, like uh rhetorical maneuvering like uh, boot edge edge is doing there, granting himself perpetual power, or I'm looking at, and, and we've resisted the temptation, we'll probably do it tomorrow, to go big on kids in, in masks in schools, and the utter horror and injustice of that. Um, but you hear the teachers' unions and the school districts and even governors saying, well, we're not going to dismantle the, uh, the, 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 the rules about kids and masks in schools until we get clear, clear guidance from the CDC. Well, old mediocre director Rochelle Walensky said yesterday, these decisions are going to have to be made at the local level. Our hospitalizations are still high. Our death rates are high. So, in other words, the the local officials are saying, hey, feds, you got to protect me from liability. Mm. And the feds are saying, oh, we don't know what's going on in your local community. We're not going to say anything. And so, again, perpetual control continues well just maneuvering i gotta believe there's pressure at the federal level around the polling Uh, a number of people have pointed out there must have been some internal poll come out to democrats that showed this whole virus thing they're really on the wrong side of because Mm -hmm. just in the last week or so all across the country uh dems are saying oh no 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 we're we're gonna get rid of mask mandates and uh, even though that these are mostly gestures there there's some uh wind blowing against this masking, uh, closing schools, all that sort of stuff that must be showing up in polling. And the official talking point that was emailed to everybody, including the media, was, say the science has changed. Right. Because we can't admit that we've been wrong this whole time, taking an enormous human and economic toll. So just say the science has changed. But back to Mayor Pete briefly, and he seems like a nice enough guy to me. And uh, when he was... Um, running for president, he was one of the less objectionable people on that stage by far. I would have chosen him over a whole bunch of other people that uh, pulled ahead of him. But how does a grown-up say something like the only acceptable number for deaths and serious injuries on the road is zero? How does a grown-up say that? That's the sort of dreamy sophomore girl post, you know, motivational poster talk that motivates some people. A lot of human beings respond to that sort of horse crap. I don't, I don't get them, but they do. <laughs> it's hilarious. Right. It's, it's the, you know, if you love someone, set them free of politics. It's a lovely sentiment, and it sounds really good. 
But, you know, where the rubber meets the road, it's just crazy. Uh, one more bit of maneuvering. You know, the whole movement to uh, make it so that House members can't trade stocks profitably based on their insider knowledge and get rich, which they all do. Interestingly enough, there's bipartisan support for that move. But Nancy Pelosi, who's who with her husband has profited more than anybody probably in American history through that sort of insider stock trading, has resisted it. Well, it became so clear she was so obviously going against right, left and center on this. Finally said, okay, but being the crafty witch she is, the she crafty said, crafty witch? It's got Good to, morning. it's got Sunday morning. Uh, she said, well, yeah, I've decided I am in favor of it, but it's got to be government wide. Everyone in the executive branch, everyone in the Senate, everyone in the entire judicial system, knowing that's an impossibility. Ah, that's a good one. It would take 30 years to even write the bill. Yeah, that's pretty clever. It covered all that stuff. That yeah. is clever. Maneuvering. It's not governing. It has nothing to do with your needs. It's just maneuvering. You know, I don't. I, our intent here is not to make you cynical and angry, but it, it is to make all of us less easily fooled by this, this crap. Uh, Shell game, man. It's a con. How much science is involved in the whole masking thing in schools at all anymore? It's all politics. It's all politics at this point. What's going to help or hurt me next election? Right. Agreed. So next hour, if you get the next hour, junkies describe what's really going on with the quote-unquote homeless problem. If you don't get next hour, grab the podcast later, armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty.